0: This episode of Making Tracks takes us to Romania. We visit the volunteer-led project at the Sibiu-Agnita Railway for their annual gala weekend, known as Mokinitsa Days. Trains run on a five-mile stretch between two intermediate stations, Kornitzel and Hosman. The 760mm gauge railway was abandoned by the state operators in 2001, and the Association of Friends of the Mokinitsa have worked tirelessly to bring trains back to the heart of Atsu Valley in Transylvania. I have been a regular visitor to Sibiu and volunteer there from time to time, along with a number of UK heritage transport professionals. Let's go and meet them. We're just driving on the road at the moment, out of Sibiu, on our way up to Cornetel, uh, the first station where the train is operating this weekend, along a stretch of road which when I first visited uh, in 2010 um, was still being worked on and it had uh, stretches that didn't have a hard surface. This is one of the many um, changes, uh, improvements really, that have, have happened in Romania over the last decade or so. In the distance we've got a fantastic view of the Carpathian Mountains. The sun is shining, the sky is blue. I'm with Keith at the moment, uh, driving the car. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. Would you like to just tell us a little bit about your involvement, Keith?
1: Okay, well, I've visited Romania many times. I've had an interest in the, uh, the sort of history of the country generally. I uh, found it, uh, particularly the uh, sort of recent history, find it very uh, interesting, I find the people interesting, and I find the, um, the landscape, particularly the rural landscape, uh, a lovely place to, to come. But uh, uh, I've also, uh, obviously, I probably wouldn't be here with you. I've also been uh, interested in railways and trains my whole life. I work for a uh, transport museum back in, uh, in in the UK. Basically, the, uh, the the sort of both the social history of this line and uh, the opportunity to uh, get involved on, in a revival project of something that is new that hasn't been done before. Uh, of a railway that's uh, that really was the heart of its uh, the community here in the Maltby Valley when it uh, when it started it was very exciting to me it's, it's how i imagine uh, i say imagine because i'm only 42 years old but it's how i imagine the uh, uh, early days of preservation things like the telephone in the UK uh, might have been for those kind of early pioneers there's re- there's a real sense of kind of grassroots problem solving and getting out and doing practical things and uh, 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 making a difference and the uh, for good really We're at
0: Cornet Cell Station now for the uh, Mokanitza Days Steam Gala. Um, they've got five trains running today for the five miles up the line to Hosman, uh, the next station. It's fantastic to see so many people. There are crowds of children and their families and lots of smiling faces and laughing people. Um, the sun is out, there are balloons tied up and flags waving um, and it's all rather wonderful. I'm with David Rowbotham here at uh, Cornett's Um Would you like to just tell us a little bit about uh, your involvement with the project here?
2: Well, I first got involved here about six years ago. My employers had sent me over to do some work with a company and I found out about the railway and came out helping them out doing some track work. And um, although my company no longer sends me here, I, I keep coming back, getting involved with, with getting track work done so this uh, railway can run and uh, this is the first time we've had a, uh, a resident steam locomotive here and for the first time in over 100 years it's a British locomotive in Romania And um, um, which locomotive is it? This is uh, Manning Wardle Chevalier built in 1915 for the Chattendon and Upnor Railway
0: and so Obviously it's yes. a, a long, long way from home Yes And how long, how long has it been out here? It's been
2: out here for three days now we, uh, we had a very exciting afternoon unloading it from a trailer and getting it onto the rails so it's quite a momentous occasion seeing it come down off the trailer onto the rails and roll on Romanian rails for the first time
0: oh fantastic so this is the first time it's been unveiled to the public if you like yes. Um we, we had okay. a little
2: steam up yesterday to go and fetch the carriages from the other end of the line and, and have a little tour on our own before the public got to see it and uh, it's a, it's a lovely sight and sound.
0: Are you able to make sure that it fitted and and uh, didn't clatter into the scenery anyway?
2: We have been, in the days leading up to this week, we have been going round with loppers and hacksaws and bits and pieces to cut the foliage down to make sure it fitted. We, we were worried that it might not fit the shed when we went to get the carriages, but it, it is the same width as
0: the, uh, the carriages. Um, we were talking to Keith a bit earlier on, and he was saying that this project is very reminiscent of uh, the early days of some of the heritage railways in North Wales and the, yes, the, the pioneering spirit
2: very much the feel of uh, 50s yard where the track is all there but nothing is running on it so trees are growing through it and of, of all the mileage on this railway there's about five miles of available track that.
0: Oh, fantastic. Oh, it's great to see the engine going past us, and uh, so many people waiting to go on this train. This is the, the second of five today, I believe. Yes. Ah, and just along the platform, two people I know well from the Romanian Volunteer Association. OK, I'm uh, with Alex Danila and Ioana um, Blotor. Hi. Hi, hi. <laughs> And uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about your involvement with the project? Uh,
3: yeah, I'm involved from the beginning, actually, from 2007. Uh, I was, uh, I am Mi- Mihai's wife, Mihai brother who is the president of our association, and uh, yeah, I was involved from from the beginning. Uh, I participated to almost all done during this time, from 2007. So I have lots of stories and lots to tell. <laughs>
0: and and today, um, this weekend, you're. Station master.
3: Exactly. The best position ever.
4: <laughs> and uh, Alex, um, 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 what do you do when you on the railway here? Yeah, well, the first time I came here, it was uh, uh, 2019. And we were uh, back then when, when I first came, we were building the depot uh, in the village of Hosman, seven kilometers away from here. And um, ever since, I think I've been here like maybe twenty times, let's say. Um, every now and then, not not too many times a year, since I don't live uh, I don't live near near Sibiu. Uh, but um, whatever whatever is uh, let's say up for grabs. So we were uh, uh, changing slippers, so railway slippers, uh, Also uh, uh, switching the lines over over here today uh, in the station uh, when we do the shunting. So different kinds of work. Yeah, and, and, and
0: what, what, what do you do for a living? What's your what's your day
4: job? Well, currently I work in um, software engineering, so I'm a, an IT tester, IT software tester, um, in Timișoara in Western Romania.
0: Oh, fantastic! It's quite a long way then that you come. To
4: travel here. Uh, well, right, it is, it is, it is. But to be to be honest, I am from Alba Iulia, which is a little bit closer to Sibiu. Uh, so when I come here, I usually uh, go to my folks uh, in Albayulla and then come here in the morning. So it's not such a long way. Let's say it's it's about 100 kilometers away from here. And uh, you, and Joanna, you. I
3: am a programmer. The, the same actually. So uh, we are both from the same business um, uh, or yeah whatever. And uh, yeah, uh, for me, it's very good for, for my back. I can do exercises, physical exercises. And uh, I also, I like to organize things and to uh, prepare things. So for me, this suits very well. So I'm happy to be a volunteer. And what makes me even happier is that I meet wonderful people.
4: So when I first uh, came here, uh, a couple other volunteers asked me if trains were my passion. And initially I told them yes, because I thought, I thought they were but eventually after one or two years passed by I noticed that it's not actually the trains but the people and also there is one more thing Uh, I noticed uh, quite accidentally I I should say at some point that if we're talking about a train in a different country then my interest is a lot lower so uh, actually I discovered that I'm into this also because of the country so it's the country, the country that I love and the people that I love
0: Okay, so I'm with uh, Bill Parker at the moment, um, who's the owner of the the steam locomotive that's been brought over for this weekend. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about your involvement with Romania over the years?
5: Well, um, I first went to Romania when um, an American friend of mine told me that um, Dracula's homeland was in Sigishwara. I was driving around, I was doing property valuation in, um, in Hungary, And my American friend said, oh, you're not far from Sigeshwara, You can go and see Dracula's homeland. So I went there and um, obviously loved it. I had a Land Rover Discovery and, you know, the roads were terrible. And um, uh, it was just out of, completely out of this world. That was around 1994, 1995. Then more than 10 years later... I was asked by a chap called Stephen Wiggs, who runs the New Europe Railway Heritage Trust, otherwise known as NERT. I was asked by him to come to a meeting in London um, with something called the, the Mihai Menescu Trust, which sounds very Romanian, but was actually run by Jessica Douglas Hume of the British Douglas Humes. Um, the patron was the Prince of Wales, and they, um, everyone knows all, uh, that... Prince Charles was very interested in Transylvania and Romania um they asked me if there was any chance I could go and restart the Sibiu-Agnita railway which had shut down probably five years before and I said well I don't know anything about narrow gauge railways but I do know a bit about railways so I'll go and have a go and um 17 years later (laughs) here we are we actually have a railway and um the icing on the cake I have an narrow gauge engine which had nothing to do in England so it might as well come here and work for a living um, a locomotive of the right gauge and the right size um, um, yeah it's certainly the right gauge insofar as it's been running up and down for 24 hours and not fallen off um, but uh, um, I, it- I remain optimistic. <laughs> Oh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Um, um, And was it a a challenge to bring it out here with the practical difficulties? It was
5: very, very difficult because um, for me it was the first time. I did, as I think many people will know, take um, a standard gauge steam engine from England to Poland in 2007. But that was basically organised by the Jones brothers, the Walshden people. So um, pretty much they did all the paperwork, and, in fact, um, it was for their centenary, so they, they paid for the ocean transport. Now, here was a different kettle of fish because here we had one engine and we had the Sibiu Railway, which does not have a large infrastructure, and you had the flour mill, my, my business, which does not have a very large infrastructure either. It's me. And um, in discussions over quantities of alcohol it was resolved that um, I should bring the engine here. But then they would pay for the transport because, this was the theory, because normally their annual gala is funded by the local authority. And the local authority would give them some money. And instead of paying rent to the person they typically got engines from, a chap called George or Georg Hosovar, that they, for the same price, they could pay the transport of mine, which I would provide for free. So that was a great theory, but in practice it proved to be rather more complicated because I said to them, well, you you organise a transport because it will be cheaper from Romania, obviously, and we should go to D.B. Schenker because they know all about this kind of thing. Well, um, it proved to be very, very difficult, and the only... um, vehicle they could provide was was a Curtain Cider, which is the kind of truck that you see going up and down um, the the highways all over Europe um, but is absolutely not designed for carrying um, 21 ton steam engines Um, basically in one big lump they're designed to carry pallets all the way across deliver to supermarkets and so on. Yeah, exactly Um, so we had the challenge that this was what we were going to get that we couldn't get anything better so we had to get one of those um, so we resolved i resolved because i own the engine that i could take the risk that it would fall off or whatever we knew we couldn't secure it because it, the, the curtain cider doesn't have any 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 sort of holes or strong things for for chaining for taking chains because pallets just go in and they put a strap around it and when the lorry driver turned up, he had nine straps, nine lorry straps. <laughs> and um, uh, luckily, I'd had the foresight to spend rather a lot of money on buying some brand-new chains because we heard that in Germany, if they stopped you in Germany and the, the chains, was, there was any question about it, that you'd be in trouble. So we got brand-new brand new chains, brand-new straps. So, um, so this part of it, we're now waiting for the truck to turn up. One week before the gala, there was still no customs arrangement of any time. And um, to cut a very long story short, um, Mihai, who runs the railway on this side, was eventually able to tell me, he said, go to a customs broker and organise the the customs. Of course, I didn't know what to do. um, But incredibly, for £27.50, some chap in Bristol... (laughs) produced a document which got it out of Britain. And it was very, very funny, because we had D.B. Schenker in Sibiu telling Mihai, his document, this isn't good enough, it's wrong, where is the X, Y, Z number? And then my guy was saying... They don't know. They're out of date. The, all, the system is all like this. So has, there was panic up to the very end. We didn't know if that lorry was going to be stuck at Dover while this was taking place. And
0: has, the, has the process, do you think, of um, getting a, effectively a visa for a, a locomotive to travel, has that been complicated by Brexit in any way? Or?
5: Well, my views on Brexit are probably best not expressed oh. on this. But um, obviously for me personally, Brexit has been an absolute... And total disaster. For anybody who um, has any interest in traveling in Europe or any interest in the oh. European history or, or any interest in civilization, this concept of, of leaving the European Union for some nirvana when we can make our own decisions. No. Let's look at the last decisions we've just seen. Okay. Yes, <laughs> so, yes. so that's, no, uh, it's a disaster um, because um, it means we have to take it back. We have a temporary import license for two years although Mihai tells me that we actually have a licence for one year but they might renew it if we, if we ask them nicely. Oh, okay. Um, luckily the people in the customs office when they saw it because it had to be brought to the customs office in Sibiu when they all came to look at it um most of them said, oh, yes, well, can we bring our children? So I think it's probably <laughs> probably so we a good have some customs probably,
0: officials and their families probably here today. A bit, probably, probably a
5: good sign. Well, I don't know about today, but um, uh, they don't pay if they brought it today, but I'm sure something, <laughs> something will work out. Um, but, uh, no, and, and we, it, it's a bigger issue than that because we would also like to take um, a Romanian engine back to Britain to the flour mill. The story is that um, they've been hiring steam engines from this Hossabar guy, who's very kindly, I mean, um, provided engines, obviously for a fee, but he, he clearly has expenses. And two, I think, of the four carriages in the train are his uh, on hire from him. So so they can't do without Mr. Hossabar. But in the long term, of course, they can't rely on him or anybody else. So um, myself and a group of British friends of the Sibiu Agneta, we each paid half to buy them a steam engine at auction a couple of years ago. And um, we managed to get it to Hosman, which is a depot um, uh, that, or one end of the line, which we're running on now. Um, And I very generously brought my foreman over from the flour mill and started to strip it down. And then we put it on a low loader or a truck and managed to get it to the depot in Sibiu, and what, what where we of... completed stripping it down. All you know, the highest skilled people <laughs> from Britain. And what but, sort of what sort of condition is it in? It's not too bad. That's the beauty of it. So we've taken it apart, and we really, we're really very confident that if it was in our workshop, for instance, yep. it would it would be back on the road again. Let's say within a year, because you wouldn't work on it. Continuously, but you. you um, but then we, we discover, or I discover to my horror, that we, now we have it in 150 pieces. That if we were to export it to England on a temporary export, we would have to have 150 customs declarations. One so for each component. Each, <laughs> each bolt and nut would require one. Whereas I got away with £27.50 because I was exporting one. British steam engine. Whereas, um, presumably, the, the, I would have to do the equivalent of 150 times 2750s. The original um, plan was, was, of course, to, to bring um, my engine here, but it didn't take much of a genius to think, why don't we take the other, that engine from Sibiu on a suitable trailer mm. to England and then bring back yep. my engine. But um, it soon became apparent that that was that was hopeless. Yes. So watch that watch the space.
0: Now I'm talking to uh, Andrzej uh of Continental Railway Solutions, her managing director, um, and you are familiar with some of the practical difficulties of. Uh, or challenges, I should say, of moving railway vehicles around
6: Europe. Oh, yes. Uh, This is uh, part of my job. Uh, And uh, I got experience with the old ones, uh, with the vintage ones, historical ones, and also I got experience uh, with the brand new ones. Uh, uh, It's part of my uh, business as well. But uh, also, I am personally, uh, uh, I can say I am uh, railway enthusiastic uh, very, very much. Uh, Do you have uh, experience with with steam trains? uh, A bit. Since uh, for 10 years, I have been... uh, the sales director of uh, the Hungarian uh, Vintage Railway Company called Mav Nostalgia, which was a subsidiary of the State Railway to operating uh, the heritage uh, trains. So I organized uh, steam trips in uh, Poland, uh, Slovakia, in the Czech Republic, uh, Serbia, Romania, Bulgaria, uh, everywhere and the, the the railway line here was built during the period of the
0: austro hungarian empire
6: oh yes that's, uh, it's almost one uh, hundred and uh, twenty five years old now and I was quite uh, particular interested to uh, see that because I was uh, unfortunate because i didn 't see in operation this line, but I heard uh, many things about the reopening. Uh, Since I know Bill Parker from uh, a quarter of a century now, I heard many things about it. And as on this week, uh, on my Facebook popped up a picture that a British narrow gauge locomotive will be uh, come to here. I immediately told uh, one of my friends that, okay, we have to come and uh, see that.
0: Is it something that you ever thought would
6: happen? <laughs> uh, nope. Uh, but uh, be honest with you, I was uh, quite certain that uh, somehow Billy's involved in uh, that. Uh, but as it was a very short uh, period of time uh, decision, to come here, then uh, I was not able to contact with him, but I am very happy that uh, I am here uh, now. And uh, of course, as I still uh, organizing uh, rail uh, rail trips uh, around Central and Eastern Europe. uh, So for sure, uh, I will offer uh, this line and this experience for uh, many people
0: fantastic and is there an interest would you say generally um in hungary are the other are there railway enthusiasts
6: um uh, yes uh, there is an interest but uh be honest with you uh my clients are mainly uh, british and australian and i got uh, some uh canadian i am personally uh, well known in uh, britain uh at least uh, for that uh, as I brought uh, uh, one class 47 locomotive to uh, Hungary.
0: Right, okay. And did you have some of the the same sort of problems that Bill was talking about?
6: Uh, I even had uh, larger problems uh, because I was stopped in uh, Holland (coughs) uh, and the... uh, we needed to prove that the brakes are uh, sufficient for for the slopes in Netherlands. Uh, to the, the br-
0: famously flat. <laughs> Netherlands. Uh, yes,
6: yes, yes. Uh, and top of that, uh, the locomotive did uh, run with a uh, switched off brakes, uh, with braking carriages. But uh, it was twelve thousand euro for me. To check uh, the brakes uh, working wow uh, uh, okay. and and took like six months uh, to check it but uh, but finally the locomotive has uh, arrived uh, to Hungary
0: and it traveled on on the rails
6: on the rails on, on. the rails it was uh, it was like uh, Two days and one night uh, to get in uh, Hungary, uh, and I enjoyed that uh, very much. That uh, experience, uh, that sound, it, yeah. uh, it was very, very similar like when we took the small prairie from Washington. From Poland to Hungary.
0: This is the the Great Western Steam Railway. Yes. yes. Well Thank you very much. Uh, very. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, we're now at Hosman, at the other end of the journey. Um, I'm, I'm talking to Magda Jentsch, who has
4: exactly.
0: effectively been uh, the guard of the train today. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about your role on this uh, on this project?
4: Uh,
7: my role in this project is uh, a little bit uh, fun because uh, as a girl I go with the boys and change the the chains and we do what we need to do on the railway. And in these days with some uh, trains, I when I have sometimes I come to to be a nash. That's how it's called here in Romania. Uh, yeah, it's really fun because you remember why you work so hard on the railway when you see the children smiling and all the laughing and the stories that we tell about our uh, Mocanita because we have a story here (laughs) with us with the railway, with the history with the part of the Romanian history that brings here every day to work and remember what's happening here and what can do a train because this train, it's like basically the way that this uh, whole valley was put together and build a community. And that's what we dream, to rebuild the train, to, to move people from one village to another and feel like they are a part of this big story. Yeah. It was, so, yeah. It's My role is here just to help with what I can and when I can.
0: And, and when you're not volunteering on the railway, what, what, what's your what's your day job?
7: My day job it's uh, <laughs> it's fine. I'm an astronomer, so basically in the night I was I was staying and look after new stars and new planets and be careful with what's happening on in our atmosphere and with the climate change. It's it's really nice. And after I just volunteer and and try to do some stuff
0: in schools to, you know, prepare the people for the future. Also here today is filmmaker Christian Moldovan. And you are representative of another heritage railway project in Romania. Which is, which is the line that you are from?
8: Yes, it's, uh, our line It's a bit north. It's called uh, Mocănița Transilvania because uh, our railway uh, runs through Transylvanian Plains. Like this one runs through Colinele Transilvania. <laughs> we have uh, Transylvania Plains, Câmpia Transylvania.
0: And it's a, a very similar scheme. Um, you are a group of young volunteers? Exactly, yes. And, and what, sort of, um, what sort of stage is the, the project?
8: Well, we started in 2015 when we started our association and back then the purpose was to keep the truck in place because it was a really good chance that it would have been taken to the scrapyard. So we managed to do that in the first three years and then um, we started to uh, work at the railway in order to make it functional. And has the railway been listed as a, a cultural monument? Or? Well, not yet, because uh, we we waited to see if it helps or not. <laughs> because uh, when you want to restore it, when it's a cultural uh, heritage, um, it's crazy bureaucracy. So we we have all the papers for making it a historical monument because it has all the all the characteristics needed. It has more than hundred years old and uh, runs through a beautiful landscape. Um, but till now, it wasn't necessary to make a historical monument because we managed to stop the, the destruction. <laughs> oh, that's a, a, fantastic, fantastic. And um, I understand you have a, a steam locomotive? Yes, we managed to buy a steam locomotive and two wagons even with the help of our British friends, uh, two years ago. And we also have uh, electric dresin we have made out of steve uh, wee uh, I don't know how it's called in English. Um, and um, three um, three freight carriages from Austria.
0: Fantastic. And uh, you also have uh, some cultural, uh, cultural projects.
8: Yes, well... Um, Our train is not running yet, so we try to make as many activities as you can at the train station to bring people in and to um, make them aware of our train. We organize this uh, cultural project uh, with uh, the involvement of the local community, and we also have a running competition, which is called uh, the Marathon of Mokanica, which will take place in the 14th of October. With the same purpose of bringing bringing people to the train station, and is the
0: is, is the project to um, restore the railway something that is supported by the uh, the public authorities?
8: Well, uh, we have our, their support, but uh, it's not uh, yet uh, uh, substantial. Let's say uh, it still needs time in order to get mature and to obtain uh, really serious needed funds in order to rebuild the railway and change the sleepers and make it safe till now we have some partnerships with the county council and with the local authorities but we are still working together in order to to get it running excellent thank you very much
9: Uh, my name is Diana, Diana Georgiana <laughs> Corbin and I'm a volunteer here at Sibiu uh, Arnita Railway, Associatia Prietenii Um I am responsible for the shop here. I greet the people that come here and offer them uh, different informations regarding the, uh, the schedule of the train, and also I... Give them all the the, uh, the products necessary for them, um, and that's my bit. How
0: how often does the the, the train run?
9: In the summertime, they have a ride on Friday, but only at six uh, six p.m. and um, and also in uh, also on Sunday. On Sunday, they have two two rides. One, it's at 10 a.m. and the other one, it's at 5 uh, p.m. or 6 p.m., depends on the schedule. It may vary. Uh, now, in the, in the autumn time, uh, in the autumn season, they have only on Sunday. And now, in September, they, have, uh, they celebrate the days of Mokanitsa. <laughs>
0: So we're now at the end of the the, the the summer holidays. Has it been busy here this year?
9: Yeah, very very busy. They came a lot of tourists uh, from different parts of Romania, but also from Europe. There were Germans and uh, people from England also came here. Uh, they were very excited to to ride the train. And don't don't let me start about the kids. I mean, they were very very excited when they saw the train and
0: the locomotive, we were so happy. I'm with uh, Jeff Phelps now, who's uh, the driver of the locomotive this weekend. Um, Can you tell us what what it's like to drive this engine over here? Interesting, a little bit rough, a little bit awkward, but just good fun. I, I, Everybody's I'm, happy. I, I noticed that the cab floor is uh, full of bits of sawn up sleeper. Um, yeah, you don't seem to have much coal on board. No, we haven't any coal. It's all just sawn up sleeper. So, so, does that mean we're, we're carbon neutral? Um, probably not. No. But I don't think uh, pre assaulted sleepers necessarily qualify for carbon neutral. <laughs> Now we've returned back to Kornitzel, where the journey started earlier on today, um, and I'm with Mihai Blotor, the president of the Association of Friends of the Mokinitsa. Um, yes, hi, Alice there. <laughs> and uh, has it been has it been a successful day, as far as you're concerned? Of course, it's always a success. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you've had a, a, a busy summer, a good season?
10: Uh, oh, A very busy summer, uh, tourists start to flock here in August, we have... We don't have time to do anything else <laughs> except running trains <laughs> all summer long.
0: In a way, that's a, a good problem to have. Indeed a problem. <laughs> the, the, the locomotive that you've had here this weekend has obviously been uh, a real attraction and has uh, brought
10: people out. Um, you can imagine. it has uh, A British steam locomotive hasn't come to Romania in 125 years. Is this and the first those, one ever? No, no, no. Those first ones were brought by the, comp- the British company which built the first railway in the Romanian the, in Romania now which back then which was Wallachia and Moldova only. Uh, one of them still survives is the Kalugaren locomotive in the court of the uh, CFR museum in Bucharest. but since uh, in 125 years no British steam locomotive has come here. So, so I it's think it's quite an
0: attraction. A, a, a unique event this will be the first narrow gauge steam locomotive indeed. ever indeed in this circumstance. does the association have their own steam locomotive?
10: Uh, We have one. um, If you can, if you bring all pieces together, yes, we bought one one two years ago uh, at an auction. That has been dismantled in order to assess its uh, condition, and now uh, recently the restoration started. So yes, the restoration is
0: uh, is underway.
10: It is underway, it's progressing slowly partly because, well mainly because in the summer we have no time for it because we are too busy with so many tourists.
0: Um, what's on the, on, on, the, on the horizon?
10: Well, we can never know exactly because there are always um, um, surprises, pleasant surprises most mm-hmm. of the time like this locomotive mm-hmm. is a very pleasant surprise. Uh, but the plan is to, to keep running trains, to maintain the line, to bring it up to standard. For example, over this winter we want to make a much better line, so that next year we can run also on Saturday. So we don't keep Saturdays only for track work. Uh, because, well, as any tourist railway needs uh, income for the winter. A lot of income in the summer to, to last us over the winter. Uh, it will be the first time that we do work over the winter, well, major work over the winter. Winters here are not like in the UK, it's getting well below zero. So then you can only do track clearance or line-side clearance. Uh, the plan is to, to have good turns, good curves, uh, on this section of seven kilometers. And hopefully there will be plen- enough time to, to keep working on the extension of the line towards Fofeldia those two, two and a half kilometers.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. I mean, it's been very encouraging to see um, and talk to volunteers here today, and they seem to be very enthusiastic and uh, passionate about the project. So,
10: well, they are, especially when you see such a locomotive, such a fine locomotive, <laughs> uh, as a result of your hard labor over the year. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a, a wonderful, a, wonderful reward. Exactly.
0: Marvellous. Thank you very much, Michal. You're
1: welcome. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you to everyone who's taken part in this episode of Making Tracks. To find out more about the Sibiu agnita Railway, the Association of Friends of the Mokanita, and the UK volunteers, SARAC, go to the show notes for all the links. Making Tracks is presented by me, Alastair Stewart, and produced by Laura Raymond. Our podcast music is taken from Kledrai, from the ukulele quartet, Tana Bull, and used with kind permission of musician Richard Durrant.